Hey, this is podcast producer Bobby Richards. And do you know the big reason why more than 300 of last year's unicorn startups use HubSpot? It's because no software keeps you better connected with your teams or your customers, so you can crush all your goals. HubSpot Sales Hub brings you that power in an easy-to-use platform. With 360-degree deal management and real-time reporting, you'll get accurate windows into every inch of your business. And with AI-powered tools like ChatSpot, you'll have a dedicated assistant that knows your business inside and out. So trade cold calls for warm leads and get on track for your best Q1 yet. Check out HubSpot Sales Hub at HubSpot.com sales. If you're creating digital courses, or ultimately, even if you're selling digital services or you're selling digital products, there is a unique way of marketing that through webinars. Webinars are set up to not only get you new leads, but bring in more customers in a whole new way with some new value. So today we are talking with Amy Porterfield. She is dynamic about the way that she uses and creates webinars and digital courses. So we wanted her to come on and talk about that. I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Maker. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast, powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. J.J. Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you know, like the roots on uh-huh. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. We haven't had enough singing in a while, no, so, so it was true. appropriate to bring yeah. it back. I appreciate it that. It just felt right. Um, and hello, Hero Maker. <laughs> glad, glad you're here, too. You cannot forget the Hero Maker. Um, April, I have two words for you. Oh, I'm ready. Amy Porterfield. I have one word for you. Yeah. Love. Love. Love her. We adore Amy Porterfield. We adore her as a person, 100%, and as very honestly a role model and guru in many ways. Like, I have learned so much from Amy and have been so inspired by her over the past few years in particular, and honestly count it as an amazing privilege and blessing Mm -hmm. that. We know her and we get to do projects with her occasionally and partner on things and to get her back on the podcast today. And I'm so excited because, well, you know, like I said, I've learned so much from her and I know you have too. What what do you feel like I'm putting you on the spot here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what is something that you feel like you've learned from Amy? Oh, man, I've learned so much from Amy. I love her dedication to her goals. Mm-hmm. You know, she had a lucrative, powerful, awesome job at a company that was thriving yep. in the corporate world, in the corporate space. And uh, she was like, I want to start my own business. And she decided to push all her chips in and bet on herself, just like Oprah. I mean, Oprah has said that before. Yeah. They for us, they are the I don't know. Pinnacle. There we go. Pinnacle. Oprah and Amy. (laughs) That's right. And so, you know, you're just going to learn a ton from their journey along the way. So you watch the blood, sweat and tears that she pours into it. And then now just seeing what she's reaping and what she's harvesting because of all that hard work. It's just been like watching a movie. 
Yeah. And you said, you know, like her focus on her goals. She's very strategic about everything she does. Her success is not accidental. She takes very specific steps to build her company the way she wants to build it. And part of what we've really, I've really learned from her in particular is the way that she builds, nurtures, and connects with her email list. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. We are very focused on helping people build email lists. We know that that is the best way to actually grow your business. And especially in this new world where there's all of these other platforms that own data, right? Like Facebook and Instagram, they own the data of your customers. You're trying to reach your customers through them, but they own that data. And the way that you actually then can be more directly connected with your customer, not be cut off by algorithms and whims of these platforms is by actually building your own email list. And the quote that always sticks with me from her is she always says, never build your business on rented land or never build your house on rented land. Oh, so good. Meaning that like if you're trying to build your business on Facebook and Instagram, then somebody else owns that data and that access. And you need to actually build your own database, your email list, so you can continue to connect with them and ultimately sell them the product or service that you're offering. So she's worked really hard to build her email list. And then one of the strategic things that she does really, really well is take that email list and then, quote unquote, sell them into a free webinar, a webinar or a a low cost webinar that then she delivers a ton of value on in order to ultimately sell the product or service that she's offering. And she is dynamic about the way that she uses and creates webinars. And that is the step that we actually asked her to come back and talk to us about. We've had her on and talked about building your email list and how to do that. But then what's the next step after you have the emails? What are you supposed to do next, specifically if you are in a service industry or a thought leader? A webinar is an incredible tool that you can use. I mean, even if you're selling products, you know, flat products, you can use webinars to sell your products really, really well. So we wanted her to come on and talk about that. And, you know, I know we're kind of hyping her up and, you know, and everything. We, you know, have no official partnership with her. We just love her. We love her and have been inspired by her and learned so much from her that we were like, we're going to bring her back and specifically talk about webinars in this series and bring her expertise to you, our hero makers. All right. So without further ado, let's get into your interview with Amy Porterfield. So many of our listeners have online products, digital products, they are speakers, they're thought leaders and all of this, and they need to be thinking about how do I actually position myself as an expert in the marketplace with my marketing and then ultimately sell these products well. So there's a couple different things that you do that I'd love for you to pull back the curtain a little bit for our listeners of how you do it and why you do it to really help launch these new products. So the first thing is webinars. You do amazing webinars. And webinars really are set up to not only get you new leads, but really kind of bring in that customer fan in a whole new way with some new value. And so talk to me and talk to our listeners about your strategy of using webinars to launch new products. Okay, so obviously webinars have been around for a very long time. And it's so easy to say, 
well, aren't webinars dead? Do webinars really work anymore? And the only people who are saying that are those that are not using webinars. Because if you're using (laughs) webinars, you are a huge fan. And the reason why I believe webinars work so well is because they allow you to show up and give immense value for at least 45 minutes before you ever sell anything. So anyone who's kind of resistant to selling online, I always say you're earning your right to sell. So when you get to the selling portion of your webinar, you feel really great. Like I've earned the right to do this. And the people that are listening are those that genuinely want to take the next step. When I get on a webinar, I have a motto that I say in my head before I go live. And that is no matter if they buy or not, they walk away feeling inspired, excited, and driven to take action, no matter if they buy or not. Because the thing is, when someone gets on one of your webinars, the majority of people will not buy initially. And I know that's a little daunting to hear, but a really good webinar converts at around 10 to 15%. So everyone who's on it, about 10 to 15% will buy well on the webinar if you set it up correctly. But the beautiful thing about a webinar is after the fact, like you said, I build campaigns. I build a whole email campaign for those that were on the webinar or missed the webinar, but are still interested in buying. And so a lot of sales will come after the webinar, but without that webinar, those emails wouldn't work as well. And so that is the reason why I love webinars so much. I get to show my personality. I get to teach. I get to add value. And then I get to set up the next logical step for those that are interested, which is now that you know the what, now that you kind of understand the concept and why it's so important and you've seen it in action a bit, now it's time to do the work. And that is what they're paying for in the digital course. I love that so much because that sentence that you said as you start webinars, I'm sure that goes all the way back to the creation. So not even when you're getting on camera, but like when you're creating the webinar, you're going, what kind of information, content can I create or our team create that inspires people to action, that encourages them, that makes them feel more alive, that really moves them? And when you start with that versus like, what is the expertise that I'm bringing to the table? Or how do I make myself look good? Or how do I just sell this product? Now, when you start with value in the creation of the webinar, by the time, I love that, by the time you get to the sale, you you have earned that right to be able to ask them to do it. And so then the second tool that I wanted to just kind of mention, which you already brought up, is then pairing that with an email campaign. What are some of the things that you think about when creating those email campaigns? When you create the email campaigns, one thing to think about is if if you're very new, you're not going to do this, but if you have some experience, I want you to write two different email campaigns. One for those that were on live but didn't buy, they're gonna be your warmest audience. And then another email campaign for those that signed up but didn't show up, which is very normal. About 30% show up rate is really good. So uh, you're not gonna get everyone who signed up to show up. So if you can write two different email campaigns, that's ideal. In the beginning, you start with one and you make it work. But let's say you're writing the email campaign for those that showed up. You're going to reference some of the things that they heard and some of the things they learned, but you're really going to focus on what will this course do for you? You're now moving away from the webinar and you're fully focused on the digital course and the benefits and what it means for them. And you're sending them directly to a sales page. What I teach my students is if you do a launch of a digital course and all you do is send out emails and social media and send them directly to a sales page, that converts at about 3% if you use story brand, which for the record, we did in this last launch. <laughs> yes. I just got to put it out there and wait, uh, take a pause. 
We just had our biggest launch of my career, and I've been doing this for 14 years. And before that launch in the summer, we went to StoryBrand. As a team, we got that personal coaching, and it changed everything for us. It was a huge part of our success. So oh. I do want to I want to put that out there. Oh, StoryBrand hearing really, that. Yeah, it changed our opt-in pages, our sales pages, my webinar. I incorporated it in, in there. So just a shout out to StoryBrand. I didn't plan to do that, but it was just perfect. <laughs> I got to mention it. So. All of that matters. And in that email campaign, you're going to tell your stories. You're going to make them, you know, they are the hero. And what does that look like? And so all of that becomes so important to talk about the course and what it will do for them and send them to the sales page. For those that didn't show up for the webinar, you can encourage them to watch the replay. Having a limited time replay and you have to put a time on it or they will never make time for it. They will always think they're gonna do it and then don't. But a limited time replay, getting them back to it, and then following up with kind of the same emails of the talking about the course and sending them to the sales page. But here's the ticket. It's several emails. In a campaign to launch a course, if you do not email to the point that you feel uncomfortable, you're not emailing enough. And that's hard for me to say. I'm not a very aggressive marketer. I'm not like in your face, but I do get more aggressive with the cadence of my emails because what I've seen is the more emails I send, the more sales I make. So there is a direct correlation and you've got to push yourself beyond your comfort zone. Yes, there's so much gold in all that you just said. <laughs> so anybody listening right now, honestly, pause, go back to this section that Amy was just talking through because there are about 10 things that she said that you really need to consider in your email campaigns. A couple of things I want to just highlight because I think these are some things people struggle with the most is giving people a deadline is really important to drive sales. And sometimes when we give a deadline, it feels pushy. It's not. If what you are offering is genuinely going to offer value to your customer and change their life, then pushing them to make that decision or keeping them accountable on their timeline or any of that is a gift to them. It's a gift. They want to make the purchase. If they have gone through your webinar, if they have opened an email and you do not give them a deadline, what you're allowing them to do is just rest in indecision for too long. And that creates more anxiety. <laughs> it creates, you know, a lot of doubt in themselves. And the reality is if you have a great product that is going to help them, give them a deadline, push them. That's what a good guide does. Now, it's not aggressive. It's not over the top. It's not manipulative. It's actually helping your customer make a decision and they will feel better about it. And then the last thing is just don't be afraid to send those emails because again, and maybe the reason I'm connecting with those two things is because in marketing, when I really got into it, I felt like that was being pushy. And so I was always like, well, I don't want to send more emails. And if they want to make the decision, they can make the decision. But the reality is that's not kind to them. Very honestly, it's not kind to them. Give them the opportunity to buy, show them the value in it, deliver that value, and then push them to a moment of making the decision. And when you do that, their life is better. And quite frankly, you're going to make more money. <laughs> Yeah. You know, are you okay being a little uncomfortable to make more money? That's sometimes what I ask my clients. It's like, okay, I love you know, that because like, it is, it's a little uncomfortable, but that's okay. You're going to make more money doing it. Creator Science, hosted by Jay Klaus, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Creator Science goes behind the scenes with today's top creators. 
through narrative interviews, Jay explores how creators like Tim Urban, James Clear, Tori Dunlap, and Cody Sanchez are building their audiences today. By learning how these creators make a living with their art and creativity, Creator Science helps you gain the tools and confidence to do the same. Recently, in episode 174 titled How to Actually Hire and Delegate, Bonnie Christie joins the conversation. Bonnie is an artist turned business owner with a team of eight, and she talks with Jay through how to calculate what she calls your freedom figure. She also talks about the right time to delegate, how to delegate, and how to create SOPs, your standing operating procedures, all so you can buy back your time as an entrepreneur. Listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. So the webinar, email campaign, and then you and your team do really well incorporating social media campaigns with both of those at the same time. So talk to me about then the use of social media along with webinar, email, all of that, and how that all works together. Okay, so this year we took a different angle with our social media. To be quite honest, I'm not great at social media. If it was just left up to me, I'd post once a month and uh, probably not even post anything that important. So it just, social media doesn't come natural to me. However, I know it's important for not only your business, but to build up these campaigns. And so number one, I changed my mindset and I said, I'm gonna do whatever it takes. I'm gonna come out of my comfort zone. I'm going to make these reels on Instagram. That was our bread and butter for this launch. That's what's working. What we do is we say, what's working right now in social media? Let's figure that out and let's do more of that. So right now it's reels on Instagram. And so what we did is one day we recorded 25 reels at my house. Now I'm a girl that doesn't even like to be on video that much. So this is way out of my comfort zone. But what we're seeing working on social media is B-roll where you see someone make coffee or walking around their house or driving down the road or whatever it is. And you hear a voiceover maybe, or there's words on the screen. That worked really well. So out of the 25 videos that we recorded in that one day, I didn't even talk on video. And so if you look at my Instagram, I'm just at Amy Porterfield and go back to September, you'll see a lot of those pop up just to see how I did it. But here's another thing. So one, we went where what was trending, we went all in. Number two, we did so many more posts than we normally do. In a day, we might have two, three, four posts, where on average, we have like one post. So you really have to increase your cadence of posting during any kind of campaign. And then the third thing that I thought was really cool is I was teaching people how to create and launch a digital course, but so much of my social media was around the mindset of believing that you are good enough to create something and teach it, believing that you deserve success, believing that even if it's hard, you can figure it out. So a lot of my social media was around the mindset of getting to a place to say, okay, I can do this. And then the webinar then took it from, okay, let me show you how you can do this. So it was mindset to what it looks like and a little bit of how, and then the course is a lot of the how. So it really is a succession like that. Well, and that also allows you to be much more personal on the Instagram versus just like kind of robotic and like the, here's the three things that are going to make you money, which is fantastic and probably performs well, but allows you to be more authentic in how you're engaging in social media. Cause you're like, I don't want to just get on there all the time and 
only talk about courses. I want to actually engage with people as human beings and to include that aspect of it, which is huge for anybody listening. What we talk about in the story brand world is that is the internal problem that people are experiencing. So when you can go on social media, what external problem that Amy is solving in this case is to create and launch a digital course. The internal problem that people are experiencing is they don't feel that they have the voice. They don't feel they have the knowledge. They're not capable. And so when you're speaking to that on social media, you're really targeting the internal problem that people are experiencing. And then your webinar goes a little bit more into the external. And then in the emails, it goes back and forth to both. And being able to kind of pair all of that together is what I think makes a huge difference in the campaign. So I love all of that. So many fantastic tips for our listeners. And and I do want to be, let's also just pull back the curtain a little bit more. Let's, you know, a lot of times I think we come on and we go, all you have to do is this, this, and this. But let's just be honest. You have, you have a, a team that helps you do this, right? So you have a team that helps you do this. And you guys worked for how long getting this campaign ready? How long would Great you say? Question. So I've been, this is a little secret that I teach my students. I teach how to create one digital course and then launch it over and over and over again. The reason why I'm so good at what I do is I stay in my lane and I do the same thing over and over again, but every time I get better. So I've done thousands of webinars over the last 14 years, and that's why I've gotten so good at them. I've also launched this same course since 2019. And so I've launched it several times. So to answer your question, we usually start in June, starting to get ready for the launch. June, July are big months to prepare, but we've n- we're not starting from scratch. And that's the secret sauce to grow your business and scale. Stop starting from scratch. Stop creating everything brand new just because you love variety and most of us entrepreneurs do. So if you can double down on something that's working well in your business to make it work exponentially well, that's where the wealth is. And so we didn't start from scratch in June. We just started tweaking and making things better. And we always try something new. Like for example, when you do a webinar, I encourage my students to have a fast action bonus, a fab, we call it. And so when someone gets on and you start to sell your course, you'll say, if you buy while we're here live, then you also get this one extra bonus. And typically it's a PDF, a cheat sheet, something simple. But this year, now that I'm 14 years in, I wanted to really up the ante And we did an entire physical workbook of every PDF in my course so that the whole Bible of Digital Course Academy is right there. But the only way you can get it, you cannot buy it. The only way you could get it is if you bought well on the webinar. So these are strategies that we test and try because we have the bandwidth to do so because we're not starting from scratch. We get better because we're not always starting from scratch. And so that's just, if you take one thing away from this episode today, stop starting from scratch. Yes. I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, like you said, we get a little bored sometimes. And so it's like, well, what's the next thing we create? Because we then assume that everybody else is bored in the same way we are. They have not been working on this for 14 years like you have. Great point. They are coming to it after hearing you for a week and they're like, oh my gosh, this is genius. And so as entrepreneurs, we go, well, I'm bored with this. That means probably everybody else is bored with this. And it's just not true. You can take your knowledge and expertise that you've been working on and building for years 
and then launch and then tweak and then launch and then tweak and then launch and then tweak. And why I asked you how long it took you, I mean, so it really is that 14 years, but everybody listening, you've been in your field for a long time. You have way more expertise and knowledge than you think to build upon. And then the other reality is this takes planning. That's kind of what I wanted, you know, it took your, you and your team a few months of putting the whole strategy together. So the idea that you can kind of, if you're going to say launch a new product next week and you think you're going to do all of this social media and all the webinar and all getting hundreds and hundreds of people up to show up, it's not going to happen in that amount of time. But when you can plan ahead and understand the strategy you're going to employ and start a few months and build it slowly. And if you don't have a team, hire a StoryBrand certified guide, bring some of them on board with you to help you create this and then launch your product and launch it well. And you can celebrate like Amy and her team do. And so it's very, very fun. I've seen you do this over and over multiple times and just watched it get better. I have to watch it get better and better along the way. But what makes me so excited about it is not just like that you and your team, who I adore, succeed, but that you're helping so many other people succeed and launch their own business and then beyond that, help their customers in whole new ways. Because it is. It's daunting to launch an online course, a digital course, and it's also scary to be like, I'm going to put my information out there and my expertise and now people might or might not like me and all those things. And you do such a good job of walking people through how to do that. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for a all you do. And then thank you for coming on here and giving us just such practical tips on how to launch not only webinars, but digital courses and online services. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, JJ. I always love being with you. I appreciate it. always love learning from Amy and Hero Maker. You now have permission to create a webinar that will sell your products and onboard your customers to the next phase of their journey of working with you. And if you are still feeling stuck trying to figure out how to apply the StoryBrand framework into your marketing and create a nurturing webinar that will actually sell your products, you can also hire a StoryBrand certified guide. They know how to do this as well and have had so much success helping their clients launch new products and sell to customers through webinars. Just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. All right, Hero Maker, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. For today's actionable step, I want you to make the bold move of putting a date on your calendar two months from now that you are going to do a webinar. It doesn't matter what industry you are in. If you have an email list, I don't care if it's five people or 5,000 or 5 million people, you have the ability to reach them in a new way by creating a webinar. And to me, honestly, the hardest part about it is setting a date and saying this is when it's going to happen. So I want you to pick a date two months from now, two months from when you're listening to this, and put it on the calendar. In the meantime, here's what you need to do. First, you need to gather more email addresses. You need to use social media and 
any platform that you can, whether it's in person or talking on a stage or on Instagram, any platform that you are given, gather email addresses, build your email list. While you're building your email list, you want to begin to create the content that you are going to give in the webinar. Make sure that it is valuable and either solves a problem for your customer or offers them some kind of value. That's really what you're looking for. Solve a problem or offer value. Then I want you to write a three to four email sequence that actually invites people to that webinar. So those are your three steps. Build your email list, create the content, and then create three to four emails that you can send out inviting people to the webinar. But If you don't put that date on the calendar, you are going to continue to push it off. I just know we will push off those things that are down the line as long as we can. But this can be a very valuable piece to your marketing and can offer a ton of value to your customers. So put the date on the calendar, start gathering more emails, create the content, and then write those three to four sales emails that will get people into that webinar. When you ultimately deliver this webinar, what it's going to do is offer more value to your customer. It's going to continue to position yourself as a guide, and it's going to help your customers solve the problem. Ultimately, it's going to lead to more sales, which means more people will get more of your product in their hands, which will solve more problems and offer more value. When you do this for your customer, you help them overcome their obstacles, become the hero of their own story, and ultimately, that's what makes you a great guide. That's what makes you a hero maker. And hero maker, you're going to love this because tomorrow in tomorrow's deep dive episode, Dr. JJ Peterson is going to give you some inside information on how we create webinars here at StoryBrand HQ. Yeah, I'm going to talk about my process and our process of putting on a webinar. And specifically, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the content creation piece. So what kind of content do you want to create for your webinars? So I'm going to drop that knowledge tomorrow in our in our deep dive episode to kind of take what Amy said and really go to that next step of how to apply it in really practical ways. Oh, I'm so excited and Hero Maker, I know you are too. So make sure to tune into the deep dive tomorrow to hear all of the amazingness that Dr. JJ will share with you. Yes, so tune in tomorrow for our deep dive episode. But for today, that's all for today's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you found this episode helpful and valuable, please rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you tomorrow. You cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Go.